across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Get a free video of rapport building and touching during the listing presentation. Yes, the right way to touch and the wrong way to touch. Discover how eight top agents from around the world get sellers to instantly like them while eliminating the competition. Go to hybendigital.com backslash rebus. That's hybendigital.com backslash rebus. R-E-B-U-S. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, we have a great returning guest today. I have Elaine Northrup on the line. And Elaine's been on the show a couple of times before. And we've talked about many things. One being her team and how her team went from from her to her son, to now her grandchildren, to many people in the team. She has created quite the dynasty of real estate entrepreneurs and real estate salespeople that are extremely successful. And she wanted to catch up on the whole process, the seed that actually helped create this massive dynasty some 50 years ago or so today and kind of show how it started with just something in her mind and how it bloomed from there and how people today, agents today, are not looking at things from a visual standpoint, from a creative standpoint, and how they can completely alter their lives as she did by thinking right. So without further ado, welcome back, Elaine Northrup to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. I'm delighted to be back. And I've only been in the business 40 years, not 50. I'm not <laughs> I know. that old. As soon as I said that, I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, it couldn't be that much. Okay. Yeah, for 40. That's, well, okay. so that's awesome. So, so I'm uh, delighted to be talking <laughs> to you again. And I would like to talk about my favorite subject, which is creative visualization and how anyone can have either success or love or whatever they want in their life by creating in their mind first. Because the mind is such a powerful force. Most people think that the greatest nation on earth is the United States. It's not. It's imagination. And everything that we have in life started out in somebody's imagination. Either the car that you drove in on or the airplanes we fly in, the computers we use, the cell phones. It started in someone's imagination and they believed it into being. And they had to believe hard enough. It's not an easy process. God never promised you a rose garden, but he certainly gave you the seeds and the land and the rain and the sunshine to plant one if you wanted to. Mm. But the plowing, the weeding, the care of it is up to you. But okay. you can so have let's, let's, anything you want. Let's stop there. That This is brilliant. So, Okay, so the God gave you the seed, 
right? Mm -hmm. The seed to create anything you want in life. More than that, right? Gave you the sunshine, gave you the rain, gave you... He gave you more than the seed. He gave you the the plot of ground, the sunshine, the rain. Everything. What you plant, what you conceive of, the roses that are in your mind... Mm. That's all up to you. Right. So how do you do that? How how does somebody take that seat? Let's say, you know, somebody's like, yeah, you know, that's easy to say. Hey, just think differently or, hey, uh, you know, visualize something. So how does somebody take that seed, take that ground, take that, take that, you know, sunshine and turn it into whatever it, it is they want? To start with your vision of what you would like to have. You have to visualize the final product before you plant the seeds. You have to visualize the roses start in your mind. Not the thorns, the roses start in your mind. And then you have to fantasize, visualize, and it will materialize. This is called the art of wishcraft. And actually, a rock would still be part of a rock pile if someone hadn't believed it into a cathedral. Mm. So it has to start in your mind where the power is, and then you create the thing that you want. So how do you do that? Do you, do, you put a, do you do a dream board and put a picture up on your mm-hmm. wall? What, what are some techniques? You can, but I just picture it mentally, what I wanted in my life. And everything I have now in my life came from my mind that it was possible. And and that is not only the dream house that I now live in, the dream career I have had, my wonderful husband of 33 years that I adore, and my kids have turned out phenomenally after I was a single mom for eight years. But all of that happened in my mind first. And then the pictures match what you give it. But the mind is not a... Um, It's not an author. The mind can't make up thoughts for you. All it can do is program your thoughts into reality. It's a copier, and and it does not hear the word not. So you can not give it a negative thought. You have to give it positive pictures, and your subconscious will cause them into being. Wow. Wow. I love it. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes is by James Allen. He says, you cannot dream within and stand still without. That's exactly right. Because dreams cost. They cost labor. They cost pain. They cost time. They cost effort. You cannot just dream, or then you're just a dreamer, but you need to be a doer. You need to implement it. You need to believe in it hard enough that it happens. And I think the and reason why people don't do things is because they don't believe. You know, they think they're going to fail, they don't. so they don't. They don't. And so many people would rather think negative because they don't want to be let down. So they go into a listing presentation and they, well, I'm not going to get it anyway. Some superstar will get it because they're thinking negative and they get to be right. And they don't even know it. Yeah. You yeah. have to program only positive thoughts. Your subconscious is not an editor. It can't change the thoughts that you're giving it. Mm. You think in pictures, and your pictures become a reality. I love that. Your subconscious is not an editor. So It's you're not an editor. It's not an author. It cannot make up thoughts. All it is is a copier. And if you want better reality, give it better copy. Wow. 
you're supplying the copy to the machine. And you can't believe, or it's very hard for people to believe, until they've actually convinced themselves otherwise. I mean, uh, for any child, you know, he, he can, a five-year-old or a ten-year-old can be like, you know, I'm going to be an astronaut or I'm going to, you know, be a rap star or, or an NBA star, whatever. But when they're old enough, they conceive of things that are within range. A child knows all about desire or he would still be laying in his crib. He has a desire mm. to walk and talk. What he doesn't have is fear. Fear is learned. So we, we, we're our own worst enemy then. We are our own worst enemy because we pull our fears in and the fears stop us. Not like we're not going to have obstacles, but we turn them into obstructions. We let them stop us dead in our tracks instead of using them as fertilizer to help our dreams grow. Mm. Yes, we're going to run into things along the way that aren't the way we want it to be, but it's our interpretation of them that lets it affect our lives. Yeah, it's whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Either way, you get to be right. So you got to take the negatives out of your life. There's two types of people in life. There's the haves and the have-nots. And I grew up as a have-not. I grew up mm. very poor. Um, but I learned to get rid of all the negatives in my life, and now I'm a have. So give me some examples. What were the negatives in your life? Growing up very poor, although I was rich and I mean, love, in your I mind, went, in your mind, what were, what were the things you were telling yourself before that fateful day when you said, that is it? Um, I'm not sure I ever had a day that said that <laughs> is it, but I have certainly had obstacles in my life. I don't know. I think you do know my story that my ex-husband um, ran off with my best friend and left me with two small children and absolutely no child support. And I had not a penny of income when he left because I had just given up working for the health club. And I had gotten a real estate license, but I'd never, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how anybody sold real estate. I had just started. And you know it's all commission. And I was faced with the prospect of having two small children and a mortgage and everything else to support and no visible means of income. So I had to start from rock bottom, but I could visualize the top. And, and, and in the you beginning, just thought of it every day in the beginning? I, I'm going to do, no, I'm going to sell as many houses? In the beginning, I had a victim story. And I actually thought people would buy houses from me because they felt sorry for me. And I went out with my victim's story. I would cry in front of prospects, and I thought that would make them buy houses from me. Well, I was totally wrong. People don't want to deal with a victim. They want to deal with a victor. So when I gave up my victim story and I started focusing in their needs and their desires and what would make them happy and started to visualize good things for them as well as me, it totally turned around. And I was well on my way to success. And then I kept visualizing of better ways to do things. You've got to be unique. You've got to have, if you're going to bump it, bump it with a trumpet. And my uniqueness came in the form of, of writing creative ads, of um, uh, writing, giving every house I had listed a little name and a little story. And people love reading the ads. And, and therefore, I had listings that were coming to me. And, and, of course, you know that's the name of this game. Mm. 
Um, yes. And, and it built from there. And I kept visualizing every time I would set a goal for myself. And I remember sitting in Howard Brinton that you and I both know well. And I was the, probably the top producer in the room. And at those days, I was producing uh, probably about 100,000, 100 million in real estate. And he said, now think of your goal, focus it on it, now double it. And my mind went crazy because I could not imagine doubling. I was already working 80 hours a week. I was already putting my whole self in. I could not imagine doubling it. But guess what happened when I did? And guess what I learned is that I was using my goals as ceilings and not floors. Wait a minute, I wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me stop you there. So say that again. I was using my goals. My goals as ceilings and not floors. What does that mean? Meaning every year I was achieving my goals, but I didn't give myself permission to go above it. That was my glass ceiling. And then when he opened my mind to the possibility that this goal could be a floor, I never again went below that goal, but I soared well above it because I allowed myself to change my thinking and use my goals as floors and not ceilings. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And all my goals now, I put this or something better. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a good way to look at it. And by the way, you've got to have goals to make anything work, to make your dreams into reality. You've got to have goals. And goals have to have an ETA, an estimate time of arrival. I will get here by that person, by that time. And by the way, someday is not a day of the week. You can't just say, someday I will be this successful or I will have this. Right. It has to be set a time and then... If your goal is to do $5 million by August, you have to stop in in May and say, well, am I almost there? Am I at least more than halfway? Hmm. If not, then you've got to step up something or you're not going to reach your goal. Yeah, I love it. Now, Elaine, how often do you think somebody should review their goals? Every day. In your mind, I mean, you don't have to you don't have to sit with a piece of paper and go over it. But every day, it should be in your mind. This is what I'm going to do. Mm. This is where I'm going to be at year end, or this is where I'm going to be in August. So, do you think it the reason that people that that people don't achieve goals is because they stop reviewing them and they stop putting Absolutely. them in their mind? Absolutely. They say, I'm going to do X amount by the end of the year. But they don't ever have a reality check and say, you know, boy, it's April. Am I a third of the way there, a fourth of the way? And they need to check every time before they move forward. And if they're behind, they need to step up their efforts. They need to do something different. Hmm. Or guess what? At the end of the year, they're not going to be there. Now, do you believe in uh, allowing or is it okay for someone to change their goals? Of course. Mid-year, mid-quarter, mid-month? And always make them higher. <laughs> but you shouldn't make them lower. What you should do is figure out why you're not on course for your goal. But in order to get there, you have to first of all know where there is. A lot of people don't even set goals. 
It's just uh, come what may, you know. But you have to set a goal. You have to know where there is. And then you have to program it along the way that you're getting there. Hmm. And that's how important goals are. So you are the matriarch of, you know, this huge real estate team and this empire, essentially. Did you, at what point did you visualize this, 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 this almost, I, you know, what you have ahead. today? I did not visualize being a matriarch because that implies getting older. And in my mind, I'm still very young. But I did visualize being number one in Caldwell Banker um, and, I did visualize it very strongly in my mind for being number one internationally in Caldwell Banker. And the first year that I visualized it and believed it and believed it, it didn't happen because there's no time in the universe. But I didn't give up. The next year I got there, and for the three following years, I was number one. And that came from my visions and my beliefs, and I passed these on to my children. And my son is obviously very ambitious and has picked up where I let off. I had a dream. I started from rock bottom, and I took it to certainly a high level, but he started on a higher level, and the sky's the limit. But he was raised with the um, slogan, if you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. And fortunately, he's passed that on to our grandchildren, and and I have too, because I speak to him regularly, and uh, I make sure the whole team has that belief, so that's good. And it certainly helps, I guess, because most people, in, you know, struggle enough convincing themselves. But if they have a grandmother or mother or anybody important to them that's a mentor telling them, "I believe in you," and if you can believe it and conceive it, you can achieve it. It just helps that much more, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But they also have to pursue their passion and their own pursuit of happiness. It may not be their dream. For my daughter, it wasn't her dream, but she's extremely successful in what she works for Albert's, which is a huge uh, hotel chain, and she's their top salesperson. So the ability to believe in yourself, the ability to sell, is something that obviously I passed on. But her passion was different than mine, and I totally understood that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But she still but, has a But belief. I gave them the idea that if you believe in your dreams, they can come true. And never give up on going in the direction of your dreams. Never let anything stop you. Yeah, never doubt yourself. Never um, doubt yourself. And don't blame, worse, don't blame others because blame drains you. Any negative feelings drains you and keeps you from going into a positive direction. So why do so many real estate agents have trouble with this? Why, why, why do so many real estate agents have trouble getting past 10 deals a year? I have no idea. Most of them, they don't believe in themselves. Some, some of them are in it part-time, and, you know, it's not the primary income, and, and they don't have to. Um, but I, I, can't, I can't change their life. I can just show them how if they want to. Right, and it's, you, can, it's, you can remake your world, but first of all, it has to start with the illusion. The, your mind is the most powerful thing you have, and you can picture yourself in a pasture or a, a prison or a Porsche. Where would you rather be? Yeah. And if you don't like where you are, you can move. You're not a tree. 
you can move, you can change, because your life is the sum choice of all the choices you've made so far. That's what got you where you are. If you don't like where you are, I have good news and bad news. The bad news is you created it. The good news is that you created it and you can change it. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I love that. And I think a lot of people don't think like that about the, the, the moving thing. I see these, you know, these Midwest states and some of these areas where the unemployment is, is rampant. And, and I'm like, well, well, gosh, you know, there's plenty of jobs in some, some other states. And why don't you guys just move? It's hard to do. I realize that. But if you do some strategic thinking, you'll, you'll find that there are states like, well, like Maryland, to give an example, which is strategically located right next to Washington, D.C. and the federal government and, and all the subcontracting jobs and all the money that comes with that, you know, Austin, That's Texas, right. which is strategically located or, or happens to be Even located better, by the oil. Could live in, they could live in Harrod County, which is halfway in between, but they have to convince themselves to a lifestyle makeover, which for some people is hard. But you have to ask yourself the question, are you enduring your life or enjoying your life? And if you're not enjoying your life, then it's up to you to change. Mm. Do you, have, you walk around with a smile on your face all the time or are you continually frowning? You're the one that needs to turn your life around. I like that. And you have to advance confidently in the direction of your dreams and know that you are in control when nobody else. And there's two kinds of control. There's internal control where your vision, your dreams are paramount. And then there's external control where people are telling you what to do when you're like a marionette and you give a string to your, your parents or your spouse or your kids and they're all pulling your strings this direction, that direction, and, and, and making you talk and sing and do whatever you don't want to do. But you can cut the strings and you can take control of your life and be a real-life puppet like Pinocchio instead of a marionette. (laughs) I love that. Advance in the direction of your dreams. You know, essentially fake it till you make it. That's exactly right. That's That's what you have to do. You're faking it in your mind. Rather than having the disease to please and do what other people want you to do, you have to see it in your mind and go in the direction in your dreams. To change without, you have to go within, Mm, and then you'll never do without. Yeah, yeah. To change without, you have to change within. Within. And then you'll never never do without. Boy, yeah, you've got them all today. Wow, this is great. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And I think as a real estate agent, if you're a brand new real estate agent, and you want to advance in the direction of your dreams and fake it till you make it, well, just go go get your head kicked in at... 10 for sale by owners and 10 expired listings. And even if you don't get any of them, just, you know, get beat up, learn how to do it. So that when you get a right one, a good one that comes around, you can actually take the listing and run with it. Just leave your house every day with the assumption that you are a real estate salespeople, a salesperson that's going to succeed. And you're in the process of learning how not to do it. That's exactly right as change can be brought in your life by inspiration or desperation. Some people get so desperate that they absolutely have to change, but it can also be done by inspiration where you believe in the right things to happen. And it's all about happiness is not an accident. It's something you design. 
and your attitude is more important than any aptitude you might have, any education, and look at the money we spend on education. But it's your attitude, and if you give your own self an A in attitude and know that it's contagious, it will catch on, and, and other people will respond. That, that, that's a great thought. Like, what, what if every day you just took a minute in the morning to journal – how was, what, what grade do I give myself an attitude right now? What grade did I give myself yesterday an attitude? And if you're not giving yourself an A in attitude every day, change it. Move it up from a B. Move it up from a D, whatever it is. Some people have a attitude instead of a good <laughs> attitude. Yeah, and it's kind of like they, the goals. You just have to yeah, you look at them every day. You have to think about them every day. What, I love that question. What, what grade am I giving myself an attitude right now? It's, it's all about attitude and what you put out because that's what comes back to you. And people are mirrors. And if you don't like what you're getting back, if you're getting rejection, if you're getting unhappiness, if you're getting avoidance, that's what you're putting out. People respond to what you give out. Wow. So if so you're getting you have rejection. To yeah. See yourself surrounded by the conditions you want to create. By, act, by acting like they're already here. If you want to create something in your life, you think positively like that's already here, and then you take steps in that direction. Hmm. Like, what, what would you, if your dream is to catch Moby Dick, <laughs> you better bring the tartar sauce along. <laughs> that is really thinking positive. Right, yeah. Okay, but that's what you need to do. I love that. I love that, I man. Well, this, this this has been great. I mean, you I should have you come on and just do an inspirational moment, inspirational quote every single episode. You you are full of inspirational quotes, full of high level, uh, conscious and subconscious inspirational things. So I I really appreciate you coming on again. I'm gonna put all of Elaine's information on hybendigital.com backslash. Elaine Northrup. Uh, you can certainly type into our search bar. You can type in uh, Would you attitude. also be so kind as to mention my book? Because a lot of these thoughts yes. are in my book, too. Yeah, go um, ahead. Why don't you mention it? And I'll put a link okay. to Elaine's book on hybendigital.com backslash Elaine Northrup. I promise put a link there for you guys. But go ahead, exactly. Elaine. Uh, talk about that. The name of my book is called Create Your Own Fate. And that's what life is about. It's all about conceiving it, believing it, and achieving it. And where can they get this book? Um, you can get it on Amazon. Or if um, people want to, um, my husband, the website is createyourownfate.com. They can awesome. get it on my website. If they email me personally, I will be happy to autograph a copy and send it out to them and pay the postage. Awesome. And so what is your email? You have a copy of this, don't you, Pat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, okay. So okay. I'll, I'll put, I'll put all email, her info. My, okay, I'll give you my email, too. It's Elaine Northrup at Northrup Team, and that's all one word, dot com. It's not Elaine dot Northrup, is it? I thought. No, okay. no, it's okay, Elaine Northrup and Northrup's N-O-R-T-H-R-O-P. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Elaine, thanks again for coming back uh, on. I really appreciate you. And my pleasure. Hopefully we'll I get together in the future and break some bread. you want to talk to me, I, I would love to share. Thanks. And you've employed a lot of these principles because you've done extremely well. I, I and have. And I'm very proud of you and your success. Thank you. Thank you no. very much. Keep have it a, up. 
Have a great day. I'll see you. You too. Nice talking to you. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. And now a word from our sponsor, Rebus University. Get a free video of rapport building and touching during the listing presentation. Yes, the right way to touch and the wrong way to touch. Discover how eight top agents from around the world get sellers to instantly like them while eliminating the competition. Go to hybendigital.com backslash Rebus. That's hybendigital.com backslash Rebus. R-E-B-U-S. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.